Welcome to Beit Bereshit, House of New Beginnings, located at 11510 Old St. Charles Road, Bridgeton, Missouri, 63044. Now join us as we partake of Hashem's Word. The Brit Hadashah portion is in the book of Mark, Mark 14, 1 through 16. It says there, After two days was the feast of the Passover and unleavened bread. And the chief priests and the scribes sought how they uh, may, uh, take, uh, might take him by craft and put him to death. But they said, not on the feast days, lest there be an uproar of the people. And being in Bethany in the house of Simeon the, the leopard, he sat at meat, and there came unto him a woman with an alabaster box, an anointed of, anointment of spikenard, very precious. And she breaks the box and pours it over his head. And there were some of indignation with them, uh, themselves and said, why was this uh, waste of ointment made? For it might have been sold for 300 pence and, and have been given to the poor. And they murmured against her. And Yeshua said, let her alone. Why trouble her? She hath wrought a good work on me. For ye have the poor with you always, and where, and uh, whensoever ye will, uh, will ye may, uh, may do them good, but uh, me ye have not always. She hath done what she could. She is come afore to anoint my body to bearing. Verily I say unto you, whosoever, uh, wheresoever this gospel shall be preached throughout the whole world, this also, what she hath done, shall be spoken of for a memorial of her. And Judas's chariot, one of the twelve, went unto the chief priest to betray him unto them. And when they heard it, they were glad, and they promised to give him money, and they sought how he might be convincingly betray him. And the first day of the unleavened bread, when they killed the Passover, his disciples said unto him, Where wilt thou we go to prepare thou mayest eat the Passover? And he sendeth forth two disciples, and saith unto them, Go ye into the city, where there, and there you shall meet a man, bearing uh, a pitcher of water, follow him, and wheresoever he shall go in, say ye to the good man of the house, the master saith, there is, uh, there is the, the guest chamber where I shall eat the Passover with my disciples. And he will show you a upper room furnished uh, and prepared, there may, also, there may uh, ready for us. And his disciples went forth and came into the city and found, as he had said unto them, and they uh, made ready for the Passover. You may be seated. 
First of all, the chief priests and the scribes are plotting to kill Yeshua. Now, if you follow out chronologically this whole process, once uh, Lazarus is raised from the dead after four days, they begin to plot to kill him because he's completed all four miracles that only the Messiah could do. And they're worried about losing their jobs, tell you the truth. And so they plot to kill him. And, they, and, and in verse 2 it says, uh, not the feast, at least they be in an uproar. They're worried about the people this being so close to the feast day, they're not going to do anything about it right this minute because they're worried about the people. Now Yeshua goes to Bethany in the house of Simeon the leopard. Isn't that interesting? He's eating with a leopard, an unclean person. Guess what? We're leopards. We're unclean. But now I have been, I say that, but there's a caveat to that. I've been washed in the blood of Yeshua. I've been cleansed from my leopardness in my heart. See, in your heart, you can do nothing wrong. It's in the body that you do things incorrectly. That's the wonderful thing about, see, the Jews back in, in Yeshua's time and before and, and, and before Yeshua, they had, they had to bring an animal and shed its blood to make themselves Zadik, are clean. Now, the blood of Yeshua covers my heart. No sin can get in. See, the blood of Yeshua keeps the sin outside of my heart. I cannot, I cannot sin in my heart. I, I want us to understand that we sin in the body. That's where sin lives, in the body, not in the heart. And he did that for a purpose. He transferred the sacrificial system that the Jews knew, that the Israelites knew, and he gave a new system, a better system, that's salvation. That's redemption. All right? Going on. And there were, and, and there was uh, some, that, verse 4, there were some that had indignation within themselves. Okay, the woman comes with an alabaster box, and he's go, she's going to anoint, her, anoint uh, the uh, uh, Messiah with uh, uh, spikenard. Now, spikenard is a flower that grows high in the mountains. Of Israel and it is very precious because when you crush it up it makes an oil gives out the oils and everything and it's very wonderful smelling okay um, at one time Sherwin uh, my co-pastor had gotten some spikenard and he paid a lot for it but he brought it and we we set it uh, we heat it up and it gives off a uh, a scent, an aroma. 
very pleasant. But it was, it's primarily used in weddings. Now, to make the bride smell wonderful, okay? But here she's going to take the box and break it with this spikenard. And some of the uh, disciples around them are saying, well, why do that? You know, we sell this for a lot of money. It's, it's very precious. But Yeshua says, leave her alone. Let her be. She's working a good work. Because she's going to pour this spikenard over his head. Now, on the head, he's the king. He's above all of us. Now, when you pour oil on the head, it runs down. Okay? What, she, what is happening here is, a, is, is part of the marriage ceremony that takes place. That the spikenard is running down on the body. Now, we are the body of Messiah. He's the head. All right? And starts at the top. This female oil is running down. Be ye not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You're renewing your mind. It's getting down in your body, your arms, your legs. All over you. It was all over Messiah. Now. It says, verse 9, verily, verily, I say unto you, okay, and, and here, here's the other point. Verse 8, she hath done uh, what, uh, uh, what she could. She has come before uh, to anoint my body to burying. To burying. Why? Because we're buried with Christ also. We're resurrected through the act of baptism. So when Yeshua, he's covered with this oil that represents the bride for bearing. So we're both coming up. When Christ, when, when, when Christ resurrected, we resurrected with him. Amen. You, can you get that? Yes. Can I get an amen? amen? Praise God. Don't just sit there with your... I mean, give a hallelujah, shout every once in a while. Let me know you're alive. Are you out there? Well, praise God. This is important. That's right. And so you have this kind of story here that, that most people think are just kind of innocuous. That here's a lady anointing the, 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 the Messiah. And they, they have a tendency to look at how much it, it could have sold for and not really look at the heart of what it's saying, what it's teaching us. Now, in verse 10, Judas is carried. He's fed up. He's, now, the reason he's fed up with all of this is because he's a zealot. All right? He's one of these guys 
that would rather stab you than listen to you. All right? But it had to be a zealot that would betray Christ, so he, he knew ahead of time who he was choosing. It's called discerning of the Spirit. Yeshua was an excellent discerner of spirits. And he knew that that spirit in him would eventually cause his death. Now, let's go on. The first day of unleavened bread, and they killed the Passover, his disciples said unto him, now, now this is pre-Passover, pre which is unleavened bread. Okay, it's the beginning of unleavened bread here. Unleavened bread lasts for how long? Seven days, right? Okay, so he's, he's telling his disciples, thou will go, uh, and that we, uh, uh, where thou will go, we go and prepare thou, uh, maybe to eat the Passover, okay? And he sent forth two of his disciples, he sent them out two by two, and said unto them, go ye into the city where you shall meet a man bearing, uh, bearing a pitcher of water, follow him. Now, that wasn't done for the most part. Women carried water. You know, they all gathered around. So here, here, here's, here's my point. If you, were, if you were a man and you needed water, you waited until all the women had gathered the water. So is it going to be hard for them to pick out the man? No, because he's the only one. He's not, right. He's not, he's not going to be surrounded by women or any, anything else, but he's going to be by himself, and they're going to know exactly who they're to follow. And they follow him to a house. Okay, he's a servant. He's probably a leopard also. All right? Because, again, they didn't want, other men didn't want anything to be around that person. Okay? But he wasn't the master. The master saith, where is the, where is the guest chamber? Where shall I eat the Passover with my disciples? And he will show you a large upper room furnished with and prepared where you might uh, make, may already, uh, will make ready for us. Now he shows him a great room. Why, there's only going to be 12 of them, 13, including Yeshua. Why they need, I mean, we got a room downstairs that'll seat 50 or 60, right? But there's going to be 12 of them. Yeshua's, he's looking into the future. Amen. He's seeing into the future. Amen. Right. I need a great room. Right. He tells us in his house there are many mansions, right. many great rooms. Right. If you had a great room, you were a wealthy man. Right. See, God doesn't do anything on a little scale. He does it on a grand scale. He'll start out little, but by the time it finishes, wow. It's unbelievable. Can I get an amen? Yeah. 
Amen. Praise God. And so they, they go and make the, the preparation. And his disciples went forth and came unto the city, and they found, uh, as he had said unto them, and they made ready the Passover. Have you made ready your Passover? Is Jesus your Passover? Is Yeshua your Passover? See, he needs to be. You haven't made him your Passover. Then you don't have the blood to protect you. You have not got that which will protect you. See, without that blood, Satan can come in and wreak havoc with you. But see, he doesn't want to wreak havoc with you because he doesn't want you to get the blood. See, the sinner doesn't, the, the, the sinner, the devil doesn't have, doesn't have much to do with the sinner other than the sin that he's normally going to do. He's only worried about those of us who are close to receiving the blood, the protection. Because he doesn't want us to be protected. Our hearts to be protected. Now, that's why he's the prince of the air. You know, there's, there's a radio station playing right now. In fact, there's hundreds, if not thousands, playing right now. And if you had the right tuner, you could tune in that station. Do you have the right tuner? Because that, that, you're right, that is the right tuner. The Torah is the right tuner. Now, the Torah can't save you. I want to make that perfectly clear to you. The Torah cannot save a person, but it is a good schoolmaster to teach us how to live. Because why? Because we're going back to Jerusalem. We're going back to Israel. We're going to live in Israel. And just like in this country, there's laws set down that we have to follow that are different from the laws in other countries. But when we, so, so when we go to another country, let me tell you something. I, I, don't, I, I can't go to England and drive on, drive on the, on the left-hand side. I got to go to England and drive on the right-hand side. Everybody get what I'm saying? That's all the law does, is teach us how to live, how to love one another, how to care for one another. Only Yeshua can save us, and it's by his blood. Thank you Amen. for joining us today at Faith Fellowship. We look forward to seeing you at one of our services. Our service times are Thursday nights, 7 p.m. Bible study, Saturday Bible study at 10 a.m., and Shabbat service at 11 a.m. May Yahweh richly bless you as you continue to stay in his word.